Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. Okay, so work was supposed to be over, and then I started getting important emails, and I had to go run, check, check, and take care of some business. So I can say hello, hooray, to the afternoon. It is, oh, yeah, look, I just got a text. Yep. Hey, Ann, I can see you. Um, so it is Sam's birthday today. And he's 13. And that means we're getting ready to have a family celebration time with my little. And I'm not going to stay on here really long. But I wanted to get on and one, just thank everybody for joining us for the WWJ Writing Conference. It was phenomenal. It started at 8.30 on Saturday, August the 22nd. And we ran that thing all day long until six o'clock on the dot and i want to say um with those five minute breaks between moving from this studio and then moving to the next studio hey curious george so it was just a whirlwind day of a writing conference but i was so so blessed by all of it we are still receiving such positive affirmations after the conference, um, messages, emails, survey results. So we want to just say that we're glad that it was inspirational, that you guys are now motivated to write, because that's really what conferences are meant to be like. One, to help us to connect with other writers, which I feel like we did. We had an opportunity to meet some new writers. It also um, gives us an opportunity to sit together and fellowship but also um, for us just to be able to learn from one another and soak in all of the knowledge that's out there in the industry. The writing industry is just so vast and we could do so many topics in writing conferences and we would one never get bored. It would never get old. There would always be a new twist, something to motivate and encourage us. So I just want to say, you know, next year, we definitely have to do this again, uh, 2021. And it needs to be a three-day event, not a one-day event, because we could do a little bit Friday night. We could have some spaced out on Saturday, spaced out on Sunday, and it wouldn't feel like the 8.30 to 6 
and the run through with the studio. So um, that is one thing that I'm walking away from the conference. But even though the tech was perfect, like if, even when we had a couple of technical difficulties, we worked it out. Like even with someone sideways and with mics not working to start with, um, we we managed. Um, I love how Michelle said we we did the pivot and we moved and we got through it. So um, the bottom line is that I could just you know feel the spirit moving all throughout the day. And the, the presenters, oh, my goodness, it, we, I just could not have ever imagined. Um, one, I don't know about you guys, but going to conferences and actually being in an event for an introvert and having to like be present and moving and on the go and checking agendas and, and running around. I do those in teacher conferences when we have all day teacher events. And it is so tiring and it's also socially overwhelming. It can get extremely loud. Um, it's just maybe my comfort level might not always be where it needs to be. But when you're in a virtual conference, you're laid back in your pajamas at your house, soaking in all the knowledge. And it's that it's that uh, that space that you need. I absolutely loved that the WWJ conference was virtual. I don't think I would have wanted it any other way. And it's recorded. One of our WWJ members posted up on Instagram, Tish Bouvier, and she put up there, you know, I'm going back in and I'm rewatching. And she had a notebook in front of her. And that's beautiful for us because especially with the marketing, um, with HarperCollins in the afternoon, we could just go back and, and hit play and do action steps and hit play and do exercises. I really loved how some of the uh, conference presenters gave us actual exercises to go and do and to think about. So, um, yeah, Anne said she's rewatching the videos over again. I mean, which is cool because then we can just pause it and, and take it in chunks. Um, I actually uh, started to hit play today on Nancy Nagels again. Um, and I was like halfway through listening to her. Um, I, it was like maybe, what, 10 minutes we had left at the video. And I had to jump over to Kathleen for book brush. And I had to be in her studio and I didn't want both playing at the same time because I was talking to Kathleen. But I was like, I kept glancing over and seeing Nancy on the dual monitor going, oh, what's she saying? I'm missing the end of her speech. And so today I started it over instead of starting it at the end. But just with work, lunch didn't last that long. I was not able to finish it, but I'm going to go back. Definitely rewatch that one again. Um, so it's not just Harper Collins, I've got some others to watch, but, but, um, I did have some people emailed me that they were having trouble accessing the event. And that's, what's important about when we have events, promoting it out on social media so people can know where to find us. That link tree was so easy to share out. Because I was like, okay, if you go to the link tree, you're able to click right there. And it says we're live streaming here on these playlists. Um, and so I tried to make it as easy as possible. 
for uh, people to be able to find us and share. So that's something to, you know, to next year, just to, to remind attendees that, you know, we've, we've got the link tree up. It's in all the images. It was in, you know, all over the sun, under all of our social media platforms that we have built. Yeah. And like we had Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, <laughs> so many ways that authors could have found this event. Um, so hopefully the word of mouth will spread. That was something that um, Riley Cross said in one of her sessions was that, you know, one of your greatest power um, plays is your wor the word of mouth and people recommending. So maybe people would go, well, that conference was sure was cool. Let's do that one again and let's do it together with a group of people and, and they'll start spreading the word because the playlist is just absolutely the easiest way to handle it. Um, there is no other way, honestly, that, that's just the best. So just learning how we are operating um, through that. And I sent the emails out with Eventbrite, but they went to some of the spam folders. So they did not go to the, pri the primary folder. So then I sent individual emails out to people who had RSVP'd. So I kind of double sent emails. And hopefully the private emails that I sent popped into people's primaries. But it, it, it is, it is. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, to let you guys know how grateful I am for all of the prayers, everything that, um, that we did together to you know, put this on, all the presenters, all the new people we met. Um, we just, we loved it. And now, like people were saying, well, we know this was hard, but I have to admit it was really easy because one, it was through the Holy Spirit that all of this came to be. And it was a calling. It was do this, um, you know, do this conference. And, and it just all worked out. And we were really prepared. You know, when you're prepared, when you have checklists and when you have goal meetings and when you say, OK, we're going to do X, Y and Z and we're going to have a plan A, B and C. When you walk into events like that and you have an A, B and a C, but you also know that you're going to have an opportunity to have a mistake and a mess up and you just have to go with it. You have a piece about that. Um, it's a piece that passes all understanding. I'm going to throw that out there to you guys because I was not nervous, worried, had any fear on Saturday. And tech can be a huge thing when you're running a virtual event, especially when you're popping in and out with people. And um, you got to worry about your own stuff not crashing. You got to worry about, you know, connections and lag. Just so many things could have really went awry, like super fast. But we had a plan. <laughs> we had an A, B, and C plan. I had two, um, no, three, two or three. I don't even, I can't even remember now, but I had like two or three um, content specific for authors ready to go. I had taken my Eventbrite webinars that I'd done this summer. And actually repurposed them for the WWJ conference, changed the slides around, added new information. So that had me, you know, working extra, you know, on the background 
But that's okay because I felt more prepared that way. I was like, if something happens and something crashes and we have to have a feeling or if someone can't make it, we've got A, B, and C and didn't have to use them. But they were there. I even made the StreamYard links, the banners. I had everything ready. I was just going to hit go live and I was going to have everybody say, oh, go to this one instead. <laughs> um, so I thought that was pretty, you know, yeah, like that safety net there. That was pretty comforting for me to know that I had that. Um, but it was just overall, it was just pretty phenomenal, I have to say. Um, I do have a lot to work on. And so I have some action steps for myself. I am definitely doing a fall audit on my social media. And I am going to go through social media, check everything out, make sure all my images match, make sure my photo matches everywhere. I take when people give me words of wisdom. Um, great advice in marketing and promotion and connecting with audiences and people. I really take those things to heart. And I was sitting there going, okay, I know I shouldn't have self-doubt here, but am I bringing value to my audience? That is a legitimate question that I think we should all ask ourselves as content creators. And I was like, well, I'm not getting the engagement that I really hoped that I was going to be able to get. Maybe if I you know, just revamp and refresh, it's the fall of the year. I really need to do an audit and I'm going to do a seasonal audit and I, I need to do that. Um, had not thought about that until Victoria Oosting from HarperCollins. I was like, hmm. And so I asked a question and I was like, should we do a fall audit? Should we do a seasonal thing? Should we do a quarterly audit? And she was like, well, I'm always aware. And I was like, yes, that's the best answer. I need to be more aware. I need to be more aware of what's happening across my platforms than I am. Because that way, hopefully, I would be able to increase engagement, connect with more readers, connect with more people, get more shares and likes, get more engagement where we are actually forming like solid connections with people. Um, I think I am still missing um, some of that and got to figure it out, got to figure it out. Um, and so I am in a busy season right now. I am not writing at the moment. I am writing blogs. I wrote poetry last week. I am not writing a novel. I am uh, starting a new school year. This is our second week with students and we're writing curriculum units and we are like swamped at work. Um, there's a lot going on at home and I'm homeschooling as well. And so my fall changes a lot. And because of that, I've got to change the way that I interact and engage. So I'm really going to be you know, praying over that and thinking about that and how to balance it all, how to balance my time and um, continue with this through schedule. Um, I do know that nano is coming up. I know people might say, wow, you're talking nano and that's far away, but it's really not. It's coming up soon and that'll give me an opportunity to get some edits in. I'm going to be editing my projects that I've worked on this year. But it'll give me a chance to, to engage um, more with my audience and things like that. But 
I've just, I've got to get there. That fall audit is a definite step in the right direction for me. You guys are going to see me talking about that um, in the next few weeks. So just having a lot in store, like Sweet Potato came out. And, you know, when the publisher sent me that it was coming out on August the 18th, that was back in the spring. And so I was like, yay, school will be in by then. And I'll be able to devote tons of time to sweet potato. Hmm. See the space. Then the governor changed the school date. And we always go back to school on the 24th. It should have been today, the first day back. Um, we always go back 24th, 25th, sometime around there. So I was like, I knew for sure we were going to have no school. And I was going to be able to run the conference without school, but that is um, not what happened. And last Tuesday, um, instead of really being able to focus and take care of sweet potato, like I had been so looking forward to doing, it was overshadowed by a full-time job. And I also homeschooled. <laughs> and it was like, cause my kid's education comes first before me. And I was like, doggone. Like, where'd the day go? And sweet potatoes out in the world. And, you know, did I really do, um, you know, did I do it justice? And I'm thinking back, you know, I started having all of those moments, I will be honest, of doubt on Saturday when I was sitting in the, the writing conference because that was actually the first time in the past few weeks because school has been so demanding that I was able to just kind of sit. And even though I was organizing and, and moderating and jumping around and chatting like crazy to keep the chat going, I, my brain was going, sweet potato, did I do a good job with you? Do you, um, you know, I just think about all of those, those things. They started kind of crashing in on me. Do I bring value? Do I bring, you know, content? Um, that people would love to see. Anne said she loves sweet potato. Yay. I'm so glad, Anne. That's not your kind of book. <laughs> Anne said she's going to wait till Nano to edit Shadow of Truth. So it'll be fresh in her mind and she's going to publish it possibly in the fall of 2021. Yep. That's a great plan. Great plan, Anne. But there's just so much you know, to do in this author life. And it was funny. We were in the session at the end and someone asked, you know, are you full time writers? And one, I'd love to be a full time writer. Y'all go out and get Sweet Potato Jones. Get some of my novels. <laughs> Help it happen. Help it happen. <laughs> Let it be a bestseller. Go, go. Um, but at this time. I have to juggle it all, guys. And um, I just re I really feel like, you know, for me, the pressure is on. And just, I, I was reading Anne's comment. She said April might be too soon because she'll be putting herself under a lot of pressure. So, yeah, needless pressure. Yeah. That's why I'm like four books that I'm writing this year. Then I'm doing the edits. They'll all be released in 2021. 
and I am not forcing anything else. I'm not trying to push anything else. Now, if the Lord gives me a new story, I will go there, but I want to slow down. I want to enjoy Sweet Potato being out there. I want to enjoy that process. I want to work on the editing with my editor. I want to just do this, you know, really slow and intentional and with prayer. <laughs> oh, Anne said, um, uh, yeah, thanks, Anne. Anne's reading Sweet Potato to support me. Thank you. Yep, it is a sweet romance, she said, but I've got just enough suspense in there to keep her hanging on because Anne is a mystery and suspense reader and writer. And she pretty much stays within that genre. My genres are all over the place just because I'm an eclectic writer, a multi-genreist. So that little sweet romance is it's my little heart right there, Sweet Potato Jones. So I just wanted to get off. I've stayed here with you guys um, just for a little bit. I wanted to tell you thanks for hanging in there with me. Thanks for being patient. Um, I will push out more videos and podcasts and um, all of that in the upcoming future. But just know that if you missed that WWJ conference, you know, someone messaged me. I'm so sorry I missed it. How can I get to this thing? I'm like, it's okay because we got them all banked. They're all on the WWJ Writing Conference YouTube channel. You can go over there and subscribe. I think it has like um, 30. Let me go ahead and get it. Put it like, it's got like 31 subscribers now. It got popped up there, popped up there. I put the link tree and then YouTube rejected the comment when I tried to share it. Of course it did. Let me go this way. But you could go to my channel and then it could take you over there because the ones that I moderated and helped with tech, they're actually on my channel as well. So you can actually find me that way. And we're on at Jesus writing on YouTube. So, yeah, every Jake to the comment. But you can go to at Jesus writing on YouTube. You can go to Instagram, the WWJ writing conference on Instagram. Or if you just go to my Instagram at Jen Lowry writes, you would be able to um, see the images that actually have the link tree on there. Like there are ways to get to stuff, guys. <laughs> I am showing my kids that stuff all the time. How can you get to it? How can you find it? Google, Google. And you will be able to find it. So follow me at Jen Lowry Writes all over the sun, around the world. And I would love to connect with you. And I'm going to be working on some new content list. I know Anne messaged me earlier. She was going to be doing that, too. Um, and I loved how Mark Lesney from HarperCollins watched that session because he broke all that down in three buckets. I love that so much. So follow the years coming and it's going to be more, you know, my blogging and my poetry uh, because I'm not planning on novels. So I might have some time to get some of that content like that in between that. 
um, what else can I do to help engage with my people? So I appreciate you guys being here. I'm off and it was great hanging out with you today, but I am headed off for Sam's birthday and we are going to go cook his birthday dinner. We are having a Greek mash up with homemade tzatziki sauce. So you got to get to cooking and whipping all that up. So uh, I will talk to you guys later. All right, bye guys. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.